Welcome to Hashtag We Game Change, a production of the Winning Edge Leadership Academy. I am a co-founder and the host, Corrine Million, and it is my pleasure to bring to life the stories of individuals who are changing the game every day. In 2015, when Maria Taylor and I started The Winning Edge, our purpose was simple, to develop the next generation of women and minority leaders in sports business. Since then, we've influenced over 100 young men and women across the country as they begin their journey into the industry. This podcast will showcase some of their journeys in addition to the journeys of industry game changers to continue our mission of influencing the leaders of tomorrow. I am beyond excited to bring you Hashtag We Game Change, the podcast that will showcase stories you can relate to and draw inspiration from as you prepare or continue to change the game. The first interview of any podcast is an important one. It sets the tone for what listeners can expect, and it's only fitting that our first interview is with Ariana Freeman, a young woman who attended our first game-changing retreat and now works as a news associate with CBS News. I hope you enjoy hearing her story as much as I did sharing it with you. What she has accomplished is no surprise once you hear how she got here. You know, I've been looking forward to this day and uh, talking to this young lady when we put out our first retreat application, she was like one of the first people to uh, apply. And I remember her video. It was like, boom, here I am. I'm Ariana. This is what I'm about. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, this is going to be great. And since then, I've been following the journey of this young lady. I'm so excited that she's our first ever podcast interview it's only fitting ariana it's it's so funny that you mentioned that video because i remember being so nervous i was like they want a video i was like okay look i'm a go-getter i'm a hustler i i need to be in this retreat period that's all i need to say i don't know what else you guys want me to tell you (laughs) (laughs) right no i appreciate that you know you are just a joy to see flourish as you continue with what you're doing. First of all, basketball is how you got into sports, but tell us what you do and why. So um, right now I'm a CBS News associate um, at their Washington DC bureau. Um, I just finished my first week actually. So I'm only one week and yeah. It's just, it's been mass chaos, you know, everything going on, um, preparing for the 2020 election year. And so basically my job now is to fact check information. So I'll see reports that three were shot at a train station and I have to call the police station, the hospitals and say, Hey, this is Ariano, CBS news. I see three were shot. Um, is anyone wounded? Do you think this was? you know, gang related possibly, um, is anyone hurt? Um, and you know, it, it kind of sucks having to ask the hard questions, but my job is to basically gather all the information to, to pass along to the higher ups. Well, you must be excited about this opportunity. I can't believe actually that I'm even here. (laughs) (laughs) Every day I wake up and I'm like, wow. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a long journey for you. In 2014, you started playing basketball at Louisville and kind of talk about what your college uh, athletics life was like and what your journey to get to University of Colorado. Um, wow. So yeah, when, when I was in high school, um, I played in the WCAC in the Washington DC area, super competitive. Anyone from the, the DMV knows, um, how serious we take our sports and our basketball and football, um, in the area. So yeah, growing up, it was ball is life. And, you know, I was the 15th ranked player, um, on ESPN in high school and I had all these offers and, I was like, you know what? I, I want to be a journalist, but I, I want to go to the biggest name school. I want to make sure I go to the school that's going to look the best in my Instagram bio. And so yeah, just, just jumping the gun, going to Louisville. Um, it, it was a, a very rough freshman year, you know, coming from being, you know, a big fish in a small pond and being the MVP on your high school basketball team to now sitting behind an All-American and you may or may not even play in a game. So it was a, a definitely a, a very rough year um, mentally, my freshman year. And then on top of that, you know, I thought I was going to be able to do some reporting or journalism stuff on the side. Um, but in reality, I had to just focus on basketball. That, that's what I ultimately yeah. was told by the coaches. And, and that's why I ended up leaving, going to Colorado. Well, it sounds like you went into college kind of with an idea of what you wanted to do mm -hmm. and how you wanted to get there. So you get to Colorado, you're doing this, playing basketball, and, you know, you start to become a fixture for the men's basketball team and their sideline reporting, social media coordinator. What was that experience like and what kind of qualities did you take from that that you see has been the foundation to where you are now? Um, I think that opportunity that I got at Colorado and everything that I did at Colorado, the various things I did within the media, um, I think taught me the power of just asking of, yeah. you know, you, yeah. they, they may say no, but just ask. Right. I think that was the first time where I was like, wow, okay, I can send out an email or I can walk down to the media room um, and say, Hey, I'm, I'm a women's basketball player here. You know, I'm interested in journalism. Um, I want to get into the sports business. Um, can I come shadow for a day or, you know, could I start my own show or, you know, I see this person on the sideline after the men's basketball games doing on air stuff. Could I do what they do? Um, and it never failed. Every single time I asked, they were so excited that a student athlete was actually interested in doing something. And mind you, the schools need as much publicity of their athletes as possible. Yeah, so they every do. Single, yeah. Every single time I asked to do something, they were like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. You can do everything. Yes. And so, so my senior year comes along and I actually have a full blown resume, you know, Colorado men's basketball, sideline reporter, you know, social media person. And so my senior year, when I decided not to play basketball anymore, I had done so much work by that time, just within the media department at school, the AD was like, well, you know, we'll hire you as the full-time social media coordinator for the men's basketball program. And I was able to All travel right. with them and do their social media and reporting for them. So 
it was absolutely crazy. But again, it, it, the power of asking. Just ask. Yeah. Wow. That is so powerful. It's like so many times I tell people, you don't have to build a school in Africa or like give a $2 million check. Sometimes <laughs> it's just about like, hey, yes, I will support you in this endeavor, you know? Okay. So like you were and excited. Goes, you're coming to the goes, I, I just want to say, I don't mean to cut you off, but that yeah. even, that even no. goes for high school athletes. You know, I found yeah. out I wanted to get into journalism by going to a career fair that they had at my high school. And I saw one of the reporters and then I ended up getting his business card. And then in high school, I just shot him an email like, Hey, I think I might be interested in journalism. <laughs> and he brought me in and I got a whole tour of the studio. And that's when I figured out, hey, I, I, this is what I want to do. I mean, even in high school, if you're an athlete, just just ask. People want to help you as student athletes. Definitely. So we're excited. You're coming to the retreat. You're excited. And then two days before the retreat, the craziest thing that I think could happen to someone happens to you. Right. I, I tear <laughs> my Achilles. <laughs> What are the odds? I tore my Achilles. Oh, man. I was like, all right. So here we go. Here we go. She got a boot on. All right. <laughs> um, I appreciated your just spunk with that boot. It was so appreciative. Um, but you, you came to retreat. It was something that I hope you enjoyed and was a positive value to your career. And I would love to just kind of hear your thought process after leaving the retreat and the decisions that you've made uh, since. You know, when I did tear my Achilles, I was definitely torn. I was like, should I, is this retreat going to be worth it? I was like, should I go? Or, you know, is this going to be doing too much? And I am so thankful that I decided to hop on that plane, scoot along in that boot and make it to Miami for that retreat. Because not only just, I'm, I'm not even going to talk about the professional side aspect of it at first. I'm just going to talk about the support system that I've gotten since the retreat and all of my other fellow mentees that we've all stayed um, in contact with each other. And if there's a job posting or if someone does something good, I mean, we all sit there and support each other and help to uplift each other. And I think trying to get into the sports industry, just having people to lean on and talk to, um, that that's a lot. Um, but professionally being able to have, you know, the mentor of my dreams, Maria Taylor, um, <laughs> to, to ask questions and to talk to was just absolutely amazing. And you guys hit on pretty much everything you're going to need to know once you make that transition from being an athlete into um, the professional world, everywhere from dress to what to say, how to keep in contact, you know, how to network, how to find mentors um, and how to get your foot in the door. I think what is so great about the retreat is it's really focused on relationship building mm -hmm. and taking advantage of opportunities and being prepared for those opportunities. So, you know, all right. So you're leaving the retreat. You're going back. East Coast uh, to start grad school at George Mason. Mm -hmm. You're working with the Redskins with the Charitable Foundation. You're covering the Wizards with Round Ball Report. You're doing stuff with ESPN Plus. Like mm -hmm. you're keeping busy. Like what the what? 
I think I think one of my biggest um problems is that I <laughs> I just can't sit still. You know, I'm I'm always so anxious about you know, I'm going to I'm about to graduate. I have to find a job, you know. I need someone to hire me full time. Like I have to do this, I have to do that. Um but I say shoot, the more the merrier. I mean, yeah. When when I was an undergrad and I was a student athlete even at Colorado, I mean, um, it can be done. I mean, it's going to be an even bigger hustle and grind if you play a sport. But, you know, I was waking up at 5 a.m. going to weights at 5, finish up going to practice for two, three hours, and then sprinting into the locker room, taking a shower, changing, and then driving an hour to Denver to do an internship for a couple hours. So, I mean, it's definitely possible, you know, anything <laughs> you want to do if you, you know, manage your time right and correctly. Yeah. Something that uh, I've seen you enjoy storytelling, and that's something that you've got a lot of practice in. What is a story that you felt like? What are some of the aspects that you started to really enjoy about what you're doing or what you do? Um, I think I, I love the fact that no day is the same. No, no two days are the same. Um, I think you know, whether it's working in sports or working in news, um, it's so exciting because, you know, you never know who's going to win a game. You never know, you know, what, what athlete, you know, might have an inspirational story that you, you know, come across just by talking to them. Um, you never know what's going to happen in the world. So, I mean, I, I just love the fact that in the industry that we're in, it's so spontaneous and it's, you know, forever evolving, forever changing. And um, you never know what you're going to expect. It's not boring. It's fun. Who wants to just, you know, sit in, in a cubicle all day? This is the craziest story I think I ever heard. I think not craziest, but it's a pretty good story of being prepared for opportunity. And I'd really like to understand what that was like for you. So you're in Washington, D.C., doing what you're doing, and you have a, a connection. Tell mm -hmm. me about that. So actually, um, I had went to my alma mater, my my old high school basketball game at Paul the Six. So I walk into the high oh, school yeah. basketball game. I Yeah, I see my my old head coach, my old assistant coach. I'm talking to them and they're like, what are you up to now? And, um, I'm like, ah, I'm, a, I'm a journalist. And my assistant coach is like, oh, I, I have someone, you know, I can introduce you to gives me the number of Jan Crawford. Um, one of the biggest anchors at CBS news. So I shoot her an email, no response. I call her no response. So then I wait a week or so. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, Hey, I'm like, you know, it's big snowstorm. Now I'm just thinking of any reason to reach out to her again. <laughs> I'm like, hey, big, big snowstorm <laughs> in D.C. Oh. Hope you stay safe and stay warm. <laughs> yes. Hey, she, girl. <laughs> so she so she finally gets back to me and it's like, hey, you know, I see this is, you know, you're obviously serious about this because, you know, you keep reaching out. Um, I respect it. She's like, how about you come in and just tour the studio? Come just come tour CBS. And I'm like, OK, great. I'm like, I would love a tour, you know, a shadow or tour. Anything is great. I just want to, you know, meet you face to face, you know, maybe get introduced to some people. Great. Um, so I park, I, I walk in 
And, you know, I have my resume with me. I have my list of references um, just because, you know, just to stay prepared. I didn't even think I was, did not know I was going to meet anyone while I was walking in there. So I walk in and she introduced, ends up introducing me to the president of CBS News and his assistants like, yeah, the president will be ready for you in five minutes. And I look at Jan and I'm like, I'm meeting with the president of CBS News. And she's like, well, you know, I just want to introduce you. And I'm like, well, I didn't know I was meeting him. Like, I'm trying to look up CBS quick facts on my phone. Like, what does CBS even stand for? I'm like, you know, where was, where did it originate? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out everything. I don't even know this guy's name. And then she, the assistant <laughs> comes name? in. Chris Isham. You'll never forget it now. Yes, never. No, my office is right outside of his door now. So no, <laughs> but so he, so he pulls me into his office and, you know, we just start talking and, you know, I'm like, Hey, look, like I know everything I've done is on the sports side. You know, I know I'm young, um, but here's my resume. Here's my list of references. Um, you know, if there's anything available, I'd love to just help out if I can. And he looks at me and he's like, um, wow. He's like, I think you're the first person um, that I've had in a while, maybe ever, you know, come with a list of references already printed out and prepared. He's like, you know what? I think you'll be great for this news associate position that we have available. Let me introduce you to our hiring manager. And then I have the press. So then the president of CBS News walks me out of his office, <laughs> takes me to the hiring manager's office, knocks on the door. And it's like, do you have a moment? Of course, the hiring manager is not going to say no to the president. And it's like, hey, this is Ariana Freeman carries herself well, great young lady. I think she'd be perfect for the news associate position. Can you talk to her? And then the rest is history. It's, it, I, I couldn't believe it. This sounds like a dream. It sounds like made up. Like we bought a, some writers and we got together and made this up. Why do you think this happened for you? Like, you know, you talk about a lot of, you didn't even know you were looking up quick facts, but the fact that you were in that seat to be meeting with someone like that, how did you get here? Again, I think I, you know, not to get too spiritual, but I think one, it's, it's all God. I mean, I think he truly, you know, has heard my prayers and I think it was definitely a huge blessing but I think the other aspect is um, when preparation meets opportunity. I think a lot of times people beg for opportunities, but they haven't done any of the preparation to even be ready for those opportunities when they present themselves. I think, you know, I knew I was going to shadow and get a tour of CBS. So I didn't know who I was going to meet. I didn't know who I was going to talk to, but I knew that whoever I, I, I ran into, I was going to have a freshly revised resume um, printed out, had two, three, four cop, four resumes printed out. Um, I knew who, whoever I was going to meet, here's a, Hey, here's a list of references in case you need anyone to call or talk to, to back up the fact that you need to hire me here at CBS or find something for <laughs> me to do here. Um, and just coming prepared. And then when the opportunity presented itself, I was already ready. Look, I meet the president. I'm not meeting you empty handed. I have a resume. I have a list of references. Here you go. What was keeping you motivated when you're out there doing all that stuff that went on that resume that you gave to the CBS president? Oh, my gosh. I mean, again, I think it's just I don't know if it's mom threatening to kick me off of my phone plan <laughs> and telling me I'm going to have to, you know, pay for my own car insurance this upcoming summer. Um, but I think it, it, it's really the fact that, you know, everyone wants to work in the sports industry. Everyone wants to work 
and you know news journalism reporting um but it's it's not a walk in the park like this is one of the most competitive industries that people are trying to break into so in order to kind of be successful in this this industry you kind of have to have that heart and that hustle because if you're laying around not doing anything and not finding any opportunities in your area or locally to you know try to beef up that resume and meet as many people as possible um you're definitely you definitely can get looked over quick and it's 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 going to be hard to really make a name for yourself or establish yourself in in the sports industry well it's been a year since that Achilles have you been out on the court lately man i i still haven't even been cleared to to run yet so <laughs> Um, I'm staying far away from a court, <laughs> courts, <laughs> anytime soon, courts. but look, when I, whenever that does happen, trust me, I will be on the first flight out to Miami to not give only you the work, but Maria the work as well. Well, I really appreciate it. And shout out to Colorado, <laughs> <laughs> Colorado Buffaloes coming through with the assist. Um, (laughs) it's been like so great to hear about your recent success and I'm not even surprised when I saw this on the gram I just knew I was like if I was going to do this podcast I'm going to do it this is what I want people to know that is happening out here because it's real Mm -hmm. it's not just for the gram there's a lot of work that went behind that picture yeah Trust me. I mean, this, like you said, everything sounds made up, but trust me, trust me, everyone who's listening, if you take one thing away, it's don't be scared to just ask. All student athletes out there, don't be afraid (laughs) to just ask. You're in college. There are all these resources available to you. Use every single one of them. Take advantage of all of them as much as you can while you're there and make the most out of your four years. I am so proud of you. I'm so thankful and grateful to be on your journey, Ariana. Like, it's so great to see. And I know it's going to continue. And I look forward to creating more opportunities with Winning Edge, with cohorts like you who are just doing it. And it's been great. Thank you. No, thank you. I'm forever grateful to my Winning Edge fam.